diversity exists hmm. inclusion is the act that really brings equity because animals also follow this protocol of when they're too hot not hunting hmm. in the water spots and you yeah. will see them drinking together not discriminating against each other they know they all have to survive it's truth without a single word that is equity it's not wow. equality and equity comes with belonging belonging is the end goal On each episode of the Absolutely Right podcast, we celebrate people who are different, who are unique in their own ways, who have questioned the norms, diverse people who have brought their unique flavor to the mix, creating our enriching conversations every now and then. Welcome to Absolutely Right, India's first graphology, which means handwriting analysis-based leadership show. Every week on our show we talk to leaders, high performers, people who have been fascinating in their careers and their choices, people who have created an impact and try to understand what exactly goes through their minds when it comes to making these uncomfortable choices. My name is Aditi Surana, I'm a behavioral analyst, a high performance coach and founder of India's first mental gym called Apt. The website is aptmentalgym.com. Today our guest on the show is this multi-talented, multi-passionate, award-winning marketeer and most importantly, a diversity advocate. You know, in my description while talking to him, I called him diversity activist and he said something very beautiful. He said, Aditi, activist would activate the issue. But when I talk about advocacy, then I am committing to talk about it in a long run until I create the required impact. Prafil Bhavesha realized that we cannot grow as a community, as the world of professionals, if we do not have diversity, equity and inclusion as our basic principles. He focuses on using stories and technology to build human connections that can help people transform their lives, diverse lives of all genders, ages, sexualities, origins and abilities. Now, most people would not think about diversity or inclusion on a daily basis. But those who are experiencing this discrimination, abuse on a daily basis, their entire life revolves around someone else's opinion. They cannot accept who they are and cannot celebrate their own differences. Prafil's work really stands out not only because he voices this opinion, but he also creates modules and games for people to learn how to accept other people with all their differences. So let's dive in and explore this conversation with Prafil right away. As you listen to this episode, do not forget to check out our new segments, Coach the Coach and Stroke of Graphology. Let's get started. Hi Prafil, welcome to Absolutely Right. Aditi, thank you for having me. Every time we ask our guests to talk about their stories and their you know, introduction, it's kind of simple. We tell, I tell our listeners who they are, what they do, how they function. But in your case, I had a hard time because there are so many things that you do. And while introducing you, I don't think I could do justice. And uh, thank you for that whole phenomenal work as an activist and talking about your work in such a different light. We can't wait to, to get started on that. So for our listeners, uh, I had asked Prafil to send his handwriting sample on an unruled sheet of paper where he scribbled a few lines uh, spontaneously 
and wrote his signature two, three times. Now I have that sample to analyze who Praful is and most importantly, why does he think the way he does? What makes him go on and continue and juggle all the balls that he does in the air? So please, Praful, where did you begin this journey? I started working pretty early in life, right? I started working at about 15, 17, uh, around that age. I was very eager to be adulting. <laughs> uh, which is cute not bright uh, <laughs> so uh, I ran uh, my grandfather's library uh, he was a high court judge so he had a whole room set with books and okay. was really fond uh, of uh, you know promoting all of this in, in children and everybody else in the family I have like 15 plus cousins uh, robust Punjabi family Everybody else was either studying to be engineers, doctors, XYZ, whatever prototypes that typical professions uh, that we can think about. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I would be reading. Okay. I had my nooks. I was like a cat everywhere in 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 uh, in their place in library. I I could sit on his chair, uh, which he, being a high court judge, he never allowed anybody. <laughs> okay. uh, so, even dining table, his head uh-huh. of the family chairs and all of it like nobody would mess with it I would happily get all the access to all of it and and the thing was because I was reading mm. most of the time when I was sitting in those places doing whatever yeah and um, by the age of 11 uh, I would be handling his whole library accounts and uh, wow. what and within like few hours of reaching I had a handover and I, I would run that 15 20 days in summer vacation you know okay uh, kind of a thing lots of interesting stuff there reading uh, across languages uh, and lots of stories lots okay. of conversations there i guess i see it beginning there sure. in a lot of ways because um, you have all kind of uh, role models there of course all genders uh, all kind of backgrounds all kind of like you're reading about uh, russia one day you're reading about france one day you're reading mm-hmm. about amatya one day you're reading about something else altogether one day and and somebody contemporary would be made into a comic book hero uh, etc so a lot of fun at that point of time and that i guess was uh, the beginning of the whole uh, journey okay it's not activism it is advocacy that i do wow how, how do you define the difference advocacy is when you advocate a certain kind of mindset or certain kind of social justice conversation Mm-hmm. where you know that you have a privilege you are blessed with xyz and and you've got that in your toolkit in your box mm-hmm. really and uh, it's up to you whether to use that or not use that conversational zone like somebody to speak about gender mm-hmm. from the space of hey um i would like to change this right here because it's not only for me it's for the whole gender right of course yeah I would like to change this, uh, not only for me, for a larger, uh, activating it is a one-time act, one at a time. Well said. Well said. Right? True. One conversation at a time, one action at a time. Activation is 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 that. But advocacy is long drawn. Advocacy will have pipelines. Advocacy will have uh, longer-term pro- program management. It will have uh, uh, implementation. Uh, uh, you know, resource checks, you'll have a bunch of things. It's a long-term commitment. Of course. So advocacy is something where you embody the whole conversation. Principle, zone. the concept, the, the yeah. thing that so you were talking about, of course. Equity and not equality. Equality is for people who can access. 
equity is when you give the access and equal opportunities Prabhul, pause, 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 pause. This yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. You have to explore this more because this is what people in most conversations do not get. They said, but equality should solve the problem. And it is not about that. This is amazing. Please explain this more. So equity and versus equality as, uh, as Ranvi spoken, equality is a concept where you put things out there and that will suffice. Yeah. So in need Give us an example. So in nature, you have diversity, right? You have a human, you have a tiger, you have a donkey, you have a butterfly, you have everything. Right. Everything exists. Equally blessed with this moment to live and to survive. And, and the chances vary because of equity. Hmm. Yeah. When you take away natural habitats of certain animals and they're pushed to certain other spaces, their behavior will alter, their access will alter, and thereby how we interact with them will alter completely and which happens. For example, there is a water body in a jungle. Quality would be everybody can go and drink whenever they like. But it doesn't, it doesn't happen because if there is like predators there, the other animals cannot go. Though the water is available, they won't have access. Is that there what you mean? There might be predators inside. There might be a crocodile inside. There right. might be something inside lurking. So somebody has to go check it. The person who's checking in first before everybody else is risking the most. Their right. stake in the game and their risk is the most. Are you balancing that risk? Are you offsetting that risk? Because diversity exists. Hmm. Inclusion is the act that really brings equity. So because animals also follow this protocol of when they're too hot, not really uh, hunting. Mm. in the water spot and you will yeah. see them drinking together not discriminating against each other they know they all have to survive it's truth without a single word that is equity it's not wow. equality Our i was about to say not, yeah i was about to say oh uh, animals and and us we are not different in that sense we're still fighting for our spaces but what you are you just took the conversation to the next level by saying wait they are wiser than us because when it is too hot they do not in those areas which is yeah. which I didn't know actually that's, that's phenomenal so uh, when it comes to gender diversity uh, if we have to follow the same principle what do you think we need to do and I'm sure you're already uh, you know advocating those concepts but what are those things people should do not only gender I say age I say uh, uh, origins of whatever kinds of somebody is from army and they have done uh, or, or defense services etc and they have done N number of years on ground and they can strategize yet when you give them a ATM a security guard job are you utilizing their wow. it might be equal access because this job might be open to all but somebody who's got an army on ground experience and such kind of training you're wasting the potential the equity in the system is much more so if we get them into a place where that training is utilized we are giving them the equity in the system and just not being, hey, we had equal opportunities. They grabbed what it was. Um, maybe we're not offering remote opportunities mm. uh, for women returning to work. A very different conversation is required. So I have a favorite stroke in your handwriting. And I'm calling it a favorite stroke because in our community, we call it Kam Sutra S stroke. 
or it is a calming beautiful formation like zen movement like i find that in your handwriting already when you write your letter s you connect the s as if you are doing the s stroke that shows um you are creatively inclined when you connect and talk you can bring in five unrelated topics and find a thread there you absolutely have the flow when it comes to communicating writing uh creating ideas that nobody has ever seen how you manage to find the glory in the face of failure because that is your specific behavior i'm looking at your writing that once you you become determined to do something and you can see things are falling apart and things are not working the way they should you don't give up on them and i'm saying this positively and in a challenging way because there is a little antenna in your letter p p for paris and that little antenna talks about you can be argumentative if people are not getting your point uh, the letter d has a little gap in both legs of it that talks about you can be stubborn and put your foot down wherever needed and at the same time you are experimental now this is contradictory behavior and i'm sure in all of it the desire to move forward and still being like this you know brutal powerful person that you are plays out so how do you deal with failures so uh, there's no thumb rule okay mm. one to dealing with failure because each failure is different uh, lessons are different what you can use out of it is very different so repurposing is the biggest gift <laughs> that that we have what even by repurposing repurposing as in nothing ever goes waste nothing <laughs> nothing whatever experience whatever learning whatever uh, we go through will have a certain take back mm. immediate long term coming After- to you and being visible to you when you look at it 50th time in a draft sure each of it has something to give it's not about what we are going through if i blame it then i'm not looking at it Mm. So, Prapul, I understand the fact that holding other people accountable to be more inclusive is what we need to do. How do you hold uh, people from LGBTQ community when they come on board? How can you be inclusive and still demand the high performance that you would otherwise demand? Because the sensitivity, you know, people feel that oh my god, do I have to behave differently? And there's a stigma around that. Like probably I might not be able to say, I might not be able to demand. and i'm asking from that perspective because that's crucial for us to normalize this whole thing currently i have two resources from the community working on uh, one on the design side one on the uh, development side technically mm. now expectation setting is where the game is and communication clarity mm. if you are mm. transparent if you are approachable if you mm. are engaging there's rarely anybody who, who doesn't feel included if you are Listening and responding, not hearing and mm, responding. Of course, listening is the key, and that timely, transparent communication. Now, this is the most cliche conversation ever. Mm. No, but very crucial. Most of the time, people can't find that in their closest relationship. Forget about like bringing it to work. So it's very, very important. Of course, being present in that moment with somebody keeps that room. now if there are four shared people then and you are there with four people at the same time your bandwidth is not different you have given mm. that mm. you might be able to take some of each and mm. move ahead 
as long as you are clear saying that hey you know i am taking on xyz actions from here and you are supposed to take xyz actions mm. and the person can tell you that hey i can do blah 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 i can't do blah 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 they can do it in writing they can do it in uh, you know in whatever format that they are comfortable with sign language whatever mm. as long as that is a constant mm. you will have you will know when to pull plug nice so praful i want to talk about having these uncomfortable conversation in spite of being inclusive but on the other side of a segment called coach the coach i'm going to talk about this point that you just mentioned about there are no wrong turns in life and every uh, failure everything eventually boils down to your next learning curve or learning the important lesson so that's going to be the coach the coach segment for today's episode and on the other side we'll continue the story about inclusion and still firmness when it comes to probably sacking people or firing them today's topic on coach the coach is there are no wrong turns now before i go ahead and explain this concept let me remind you for every leader the ability to coach others to explain your perspective in the manner that they understand and also help them grow by understanding where they come from is an essential crucial skill that you must have must practice and grow with so let's look at today's topic i am currently in goa and when we came here we drove from bombay to goa for multiple hours we were on the road and this time my friend rashi was in the driving seat and i had the responsibility to be her navigator as per the plan we were to stop in kolhapur and enjoy our lunch but it so happened that i missed a turn i made a mistake i took a wrong turn or at least i navigated her to take a wrong turn and we reached uh, some other village we were very hungry looking for food and as we kept driving we spotted a restaurant now something that both of us had never seen before we decided to halt there as the hunger was taking over and ordered the basic meal available i must tell you the food was outstanding it was this local simple cuisine but the delicacy with which it was prepared was mind boggling we wouldn't have discovered this meal without having made the mistake so called mistake of taking a wrong turn now when you work with people coach them they will come with all the mistakes that they have made they would fight you because they have concluded in their minds that oh my god without this mistake i could have been a better person better boss better father whatever that conflict is now if that happens as their coach somebody who can help them look at things in a different perspective do not say that oh there are no wrong turns or oh, there are no mistakes instead understand where they are coming from look at where exactly the point of conflict lies if you do not dismiss them but walk into a situation knowing that even if this is a colossal mistake there are other reasons there are so many lessons that you can learn from now if you use the word there are no mistakes these people become uh, close they do not continue the conversation they feel completely dismissed but instead remember this principle and walk into the conversation and explore what can they change right now in this given moment in order to improve things in order to get back on track also create a new solution that nobody is aware of if you choose to do that if you understand that the person you're coaching might not be aware of their own patterns then you become more empathetic in the given situation 
Also remember, the job of a coach is not to get the work done, but empower people to get that work done. And in that case, they will make mistakes. If you do not demonstrate ways in which you actually can handle conflict or even mistakes for that matter, they would never grow and experiment with different things. So think about it and implement these lessons in your everyday life. If you want to know more about such daily phenomenal lessons, then check out our new podcast, Daily Mental Fitbit. And if you want to take your journey further and be truly mentally and emotionally fit, then join India's first mental gym called APT. The link is aptmentalgym.com. So I, I have one more question, Prafur, before I turn the tables and ask you to ask me questions. Yeah. You know, I cannot believe this. Like, and, and I've been... A woman in the business that I do, but also being an entrepreneur yourself, you don't have those kind of issues that I have faced personally. But recently, I've got talking to some corporate uh, leaders, and I realize it is an acceptable norm for women to get paid lesser. And I couldn't believe it. Like there are so many women in the leadership position all around the world. It's not in like developing countries, third world. It is across the world. And how is it acceptable? Like I, I know it is about Bollywood or film industry where revenues are connected to the person. But for an accountant, an engineer, how would your brain powers different because you're a man or a woman? Now, everybody can see through that one. Hmm. One, that's why it's called a glass ceiling. It's visible. Mm. yet a person's access to break it that's what mm. they question do they have authority to break mm. women themselves question whether they have authority to break that and, and take that CXO role that's supposed to be there and demand that thing when when an HR person is talking to them I'm not even saying glass ceiling is probably glass ceiling is where you cannot break a level and go ahead I'm saying on a regular like all the levels of job how can there be this diversity and, and discrimination Pay parity as a conversation uh, is more problematic as you grow senior. It's more visible. Of course, it's, of course. It's steep that way. Like initially when a person starts, there's barely a discrimination. When right. you're from campus or when you're doing of a basic certain kind of job, it is less. So if you see on entry-level jobs, there'll be lesser discrimination. Hmm. Apart from, you know, women who work, like women who work in the field will not get paid at all. Hmm. Okay. That, you know, the spectrum is another level of exploitation and operation of that course. is not even paid. So I can't talk in that term. Mm. But when in an institution, somebody is hired as like an organization, then initially it's not. As mm. you go up this... Which, which means uh, as you prove your, your so-called contribution, your worth, as you become better part of a team, you're paid lesser? You are paid not as for your equity that is lesser come on lesser. yeah and because that's not acceptable right make it look equal because uh, from the skill mapping to everything that is rigged that is biased generally a skill mapping conversation if the language is centric to mm. be more perceptively masculine mm. more action oriented more transactional Mm. more uh, you know it's being mapped in a certain manner which is beneficial for one gender over other or one, one gender or one sexual a certain preference kind of, yeah. yeah a certain kind of pool 
where a financer will uh, will look at it in a certain manner where a cfo's vote counts on your um on your appraisal these are things as small as this you put these nuts and bolts in a Together. manner yeah where it will end up reflecting with biases three bias people in a uh, retention or a, a, a person's review out of five or six or whatever it it really will uh, change the stake and there was a survey recently uh, by pew i guess uh, p e w and they figured out out of multiple i think 20 odd cities in india mm-hmm. 5000 people uh, survey size each about the gender role and mm-hmm. how people view it okay and they just did a binary man woman kind mm. of a thing and uh, 60 plus percent women uh voted that uh, they would expect women to obey the husband and there's so many problems in that one statement of course of course <laughs> one single <laughs> phrasing and and we debated about it 250 odd uh, uh diversity inclusion professionals from all, all across india we have a whatsapp group active conversation on we share notes and learnings and and it's a great knowledge sharing platform so there we were discussing and somebody also shared the methodology in which they have created okay and not that is gendered in language the way it's coded hmm. the coding will also be gendered of course so when you are doing a gender conversation you can't go in there with a certain definitive preset you have to make it a bit open ended you have to take it out of those boxes uh, that like marriage should not be looked at husband wife mm. if you only bring it as live in that mm. uh, same sex relationship uh, anybody who's not traditional gender traditional missing uh, heteronormativity goes out as soon as you take out the word husband mm-hmm. obey is such a problematic mm-hmm. thing there because you can oh my god them. yeah there's no obey does not have agree to disagree principle there yeah obey is serving one person and another immediately taking the position of authority and subservience so of course there is so much there so so inequality is like like there in that word obey for that mm-hmm. word literally so um so think like this how you seed it you will harvest so are you mindful while seeding it now that's the part that we come back to time and again and which yeah. will bring my next question <laughs> so prabhu over to you what questions can i answer for you so aditi scribbled a few things and uh, we've had this conversation um what i would like to know is uh since there's such a large variety of things that i go through <laughs> of course it can be a moment of latching on to a single thing and missing out on not missing out of i don't like have that whole fear of missing out no, of but yet there is a question mark hmm. yet there is a thing of did you really go through it all and and select this one or did you just select because you latched on to it Mm. Uh, that is something that i always have uh, as an entrepreneur at back of my mind because opportunities wise thankfully after 
you know, the last two, three years now the market is booming. People are engaging in conversation. They are open. Mm-hmm. And uh, what used to take 10 sales conversations are taking four. Right. Um, so now I still go back and think that what more? What, what <laughs> else? What and else? What more? Okay. Yeah. So this is a, a zone that I'm in always. Uh, how do we... Um, how do we optimize? How do we use that? I'm going to break this answer into three parts. First, uh, when I look at your handwriting, what we say the imaginary line on which you write is going upwards. Okay. And most people think it's about positivity, but I've been clarifying this over and over again. It's about enormous amount of enthusiasm that you have in anything, in a meeting, in a conversation, in anything that, that makes you excited you become enthusiastic about it and pour all that energy like like a fizz bottle opening you know in that beginning period there's so much of energy that is already utilized and then you're like oh do I really want to do this or not how far do I want to go so that pattern is something I want you to observe because when we get excited there's a emotional part at play and mostly it takes away from objectivity. When the emotions settle down is where the objectivity comes back and then you ask, oh, should I, shouldn't I? Uh, do you think am I, you know, is it my right priority? All of that happens naturally. But what if you catch the pattern uh, at step one or step two, maximum step three before it reaches a point where you have already committed and all of that. So it's a problem with these, uh, a bit, uh, I say upper baseline people, uh, problem in terms of they're so enthusiastic that they are very addictive for people around them and people keep on bringing you in different projects because that is contagious you know you want them to be there and get the party going or get the project going but you do not necessarily walk on what you want that brings me to my next point sitting down and asking yourself because you're serving such a large purpose everything that you do is either in alignment or not in alignment with that idea Now, can you do everything? Of course, you have the capacity. You have that problem that I can do, say, 10 things. But the question is, do I want to? Uh, Is that what I prioritize or choose? Now, when you think in that direction, it changes the way you look at things. And uh, I would say the emotional need to turn that one more stone, the emotional curiosity is what you, again, have to think about when it comes to jumping Uh, off the cliff because once you jump off the cliff as I mentioned before you can bring in random resources together and figure a way out so that is also not the failure doesn't stop you the success doesn't excite you in that sense only the curiosity about what all I can do now it's good but when so I generally have multiple interests and you know like multiple things that I'm, I'm thoroughly interested in Two, three years back, I sat down and I said, okay, I really want to serve the purpose of mental fitness. I want to work towards it. And that meant I do lots of things as, as my hobbies. But when it comes to work, I, I have decided that then made a decision to pour my energy into this large funnel of getting mental fitness to the forefront. And if I look back now, in these two and a half years, three years, we have done, we moved mountains compared to what I had done. Did I do high impact work? I did. But now the way, you know, that whole marination and going deeper into the process has created the nuance that otherwise was not available. So 
that that's my second point third point you have a strong willpower we talk about that because the horizontal line in the letter t is a long stroke horizontally stretched long stroke that talks about somebody with a higher willpower to do anything what does that mean that if you put your will to something to use to to figure things out you really can power your way through it whether you want to do it or not if you say okay but it has to be done let's figure this it must be done and then you would somehow go about it it taxes you it brings in that fatigue creatively fatigue emotionally and that impacts your next performance so murakami had this line when he wrote a book on running and he says that make sure that you stop your run and he runs every day for some 22 years and say stop your run when you still have some running left in you so when you keep having those complete burnouts because you just you know give yourself to the process which is a good and also a challenging thing so thank you these three things yeah. for my so I, i relate to the i relate to all of it but uh, in that the, case you have to say absolutely right that's the name of the show <laughs> yes you are absolutely right <laughs> and you are on absolutely right and, and stuff like that so after 20 years in marketing a lot of success a lot of people bringing very interesting projects to me and them being the magpies rather than me um that part has worked has worked beautifully 2019 uh, we did this job fair called vivit mumbai's only diversity job fair uh, at wow. uh 25% of people who came in uh, were people with disability okay. a lot of projects that we undertake mm. um they are not commercially the wildest success mm. yet my endeavor always is to not call it not for profit mm. yeah because there is sustenance there is resources there is a certain amount of things that will be nice to have uh, why should a ngo always be struggling and fundraising why should somebody who's working in community always be in middle of you know let's figure out things mm, of course there has to be a space where something is given mm. uh, like we don't need rolls royces uh, uh technically mm. but a comfortable ride is comfortable ride of um so those conversations uh, resource planning etc are very different in recruitment and retention and training and 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 what we are doing currently a lot of sensitization a lot of corporate uh conversations on inclusion mm. uh and there's a lot of difference from uh, marketing to this so i'm just mm-hmm. asking for advice mm-hmm. as somebody um you know who deals with leadership who deals with people uh, who take decisions on on the people human uh, training culture that part of an organization what do you see here how would you advise us because as a newbie being lost is one thing and not asking for directions is another i was very very confident and absolutely crystal clear had all the map all the control all the navigation for marketing side of it mm. um because of the kind of tenure it's, it's very different it's newer and 
it's a different uh, as far as recruitment and retention go mm. that experience is contrasting i feel a bit lost mm. there so to have that level of commitment to have that level of ease and not have uh, barriers uh, you know something keeping me from giving my all to uh, recruitment mm. now that's something that i've been questioning that's something that i've been um, you know deliberating on and and figuring how do i optimize this business to not feel lost mm. and to have that you know what you you will find one new chapter each day and you will uh, create accordingly so to have that ease so in the question that you asked there is like this underlying thought about heart versus mind you know there are things that you're extremely passionate about but there are logical things that must be done now i believe that every leader brings his or her personality to the role and this is where things become interesting challenging you know that that's where you being one person being a leader can create this huge impact versus someone else so that that whole personality so first i'm going to address the personality part and then we'll talk about the leadership angle now as we have spoken and you know I, i kept describing you as somebody who loves the thrill of the unknown and the job of recruitment is not that it's mundane is repetitive it requires lots of processes and repeating the processes as as a as a structured way of going about it and that's not your strongest suit to begin with you can conceptualize it you can present it you can get people excited about it but everyday teething issues and actually making sure that someone is accountable responsible for the process to follow to be followed in a certain manner is where you start getting existential people get irritated on that issues you get existential on those issues you're like but is it something that i was meant to do or is it something that i i should be you know you need to you know that is like the next step on the on the path that you have taken because people have to be included and there has to be someone who would do that i would highly recommend if you can partner with somebody you can hire someone in your team who is naturally good at it because more you force yourself to do this work more exhausting it would become can you do it yes will you do it yes because the the need of the hour is there and also as i mentioned you have high will power so you wake up and you say okay i have to do it i will figure a way i'll just get this done but that every day pushing yourself to do something that you do not necessarily and naturally enjoy is a challenge you get triggered and you kind of you know then then find a way to to push those triggers under the carpet and that they come back and they they catch you when you're doing the actual creative work so accepting our limitations accepting things that we do not uh follow naturally you have done in multiple ways but here because this project is so close to your heart and you also have the emotional engagement you are not doing it with complete objectivity you do not believe that other person will understand the the depth in which this has to be presented they might not do justice to how important the issue is so those parts you cannot delegate but there are lots lot of things that you can because after a point it is a normal recruitment process and there is a part of it which is this enigmatic part where you have to be present and you have to be you to get things done 
but right now doing it all will be exhausting and you will burn yourself out in some time so please don't do that this is a time to move it strategically speaking your forte is to present the idea build the idea create the awareness and as you have done with your creative projects when you do that even with this and you can trust the people who are doing the right processing is where you will grow now you don't so for example if you give your word to someone you don't trust that your processes will deliver because you're still figuring the the processing of it so planning and execution or more importantly uh, following the steps is not what your personality is and i'm saying that also because in the lower case letter f you write the letter like an umbrella like a stick and then a small dash there are no loops on the top no loops at the bottom and that talks about somebody who is great with strategy ideation but not necessarily great with exact plan planning and exact execution right so the if i have to talk about this as a blood report what you're doing is increasing your blood sugar what you're doing is against your nature so so that is not productive and it won't be yeah i relate to that i've just got somebody on board in my sister that was a back end on recruitment mm-hmm. and she's been in recruitment for what about 18 20 years wow and she would also understand and be more sensitized about the topics and the need finally uh, uh, she sensitized over the last two and a half three years which is why mm. um we are where we are and uh, we have uh, we are taking on clients and projects etc where the back end is handled by somebody that i can trust But we'll hold on to that thought. It is our time for our next segment called Stroke of Graphology, where our listeners can look at their own handwriting and know some interesting details about who they are, how they think, how they go about their life decisions. All you got to do is get your own handwriting sample that you have written in the past, or if you can, write something quickly, scribble a few lines, and make sure that you have lowercase letter F. F for France, F for fan. Make sure that you have that lowercase letter F in your writing. Let's get started. When it comes to planning and execution, the lowercase letter F can be of great help. For example, if you write your lowercase letter F like an upside down umbrella handle, then you would know that you are great with strategy, but not very good with planning and execution. people with that form of f can have a bird eye view they can look at things in the future how they will implement what would be the results of the actions taken right now so that bird eye view allows them to be a better strategist but here is a challenge if you are in the middle level management then you are still responsible for planning and executing things most people with the umbrella like stick figure in their letter f suffer from the planning and execution challenges now let's look at another f which is exactly opposite of what we described right now imagine you have two loops in the letter f and both on the right side of that vertical line in that case your planning and execution is much better when you are thrown into a situation you think about all possible ways in which you can plan it so that your execution can go absolutely smooth If you're as fascinated about this subject as I am, then you can learn graphology in our graphology masterclass. You can find all the details on my website aditisurana.com/learngraphology. 
Now let's get back to our conversation with Prafal. He's going to talk about three things that we can do to accept and include people on a regular basis. You want to make sure that if you promise something and that you have done with almost every project and that's why you think on your feet and figure ways as I've been describing yeah. over and over again. Because they say if I have committed, if I've said I would be doing it, I will do everything possible. And that is what you cannot do with this mundane, repetitive task. And then you're like, oh, should I talk about it? Should I take on board one more client or not? And you walk into that doubt, which is unfamiliar ground for you. Yeah. And also your work in the past has been dependent on you, your creativity and your own potential. And recruitment is not that. And recruitment demands you to rely on other people and their ability to follow certain things and you know do them every day. So you do not know how can they bring the the magic that you do, and this is where. So I'm retention doing. and employer branding is the part that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, training modules, uh, the part um, where we can gamify mm-hmm. experiences of learning. I can imagine. Whereas, uh, <laughs> uh, we can make uh, just like you have cards against humanity, cards <laughs> against inclusion. Oh, nice. You know, Myth busting is done. Being true to things, rather. Not mm-hmm. honest, honestly, like a big. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just, just thinking. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes it brings in so much of pressure for people that it just die under that pressure. So, you know, on honesty is generally looked upon as this shiny badge. You know, the day that you don't uh, uh, polish it and it's not visible enough, oh, up tenth ke last day pe headboy ka badge leke pen ke bhi jaoge, nobody is going to. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, outside world, yeah. headboy, acha, thik hai, whatever. So, uh. So that does not hold meaning, yeah. Mm. In in that moment, just saying that this feels like this, but is this? Mm. That's the truthfulness um, that helps. Uh, you know, for our current leaders, for our listeners, or our future leaders, if you have to tell us three things that we can keep in mind, which would actively lead to inclusive strategies and behaviors, what those three th- things could be? Different. Is not by default bad or good. Different is just different. Well said. Uh, everybody is unique. Everybody on this planet is unique. We make choices as per our unique lives every day, thousands mm-hmm. of times. That's the first point to keep That's in mind. Point. That just remember the mind-boggling variety. You don't have to understand it. Just know that it is mm-hmm. present and given to us. Neurodiversity, biodiversity, human diversity. All kind of diversity, linguistic, food, everything. Go for it. You will just know uh, when somebody can have a kale upma. You can do anything in life if you yes, can make yes. kale upma. Yesterday we had uh, yesterday we saw prawn and solkari uh, puchka. No, no. We we saw it. I didn't oh. taste it. I did not get it. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, just saying that everything exists, mm. I have a choice to include something or the other mm. uh, in this moment. And what is it that I can include personally? What is it that I can include professionally? What is it that I can include as a community? So that is your point number two, that just have clarity that if you want to take inclusion to the next level, know what is possible. And just be simply clear, personally, yeah. professionally, and as a community. Yeah. So classroom, a boardroom, a living room, wherever. Mm-hmm. These are the three areas that we will generally engage with. 
right? Mm. There's skilling, upskilling, reskilling, etc. That's classroom. That's still personal and professional generally because you're skilling for a certain purpose. Community is whether you would like to use those skills for a certain peer network or a certain um, you know support system within the larger uh, right. wherever. Mm. So how will we put it how- to use? Uh, and so, what is possible so sometimes people have yeah. those perfect ideas and say if you make a complete reform and they keep waiting for it and they don't do anything about it so what you're saying is just know what is possible and start taking action absolutely so in that moment you will know wherever that you are there's a possibility yeah so third point apart from a diversity that already exists and inclusion mm-hmm. that we can do at any moment anywhere is the equity okay and equity comes with belonging belonging is the end goal mm-hmm. belonging is when you are like, yeah, I accept everybody. Everybody accepts me. I accept everything and everything accepts me. Having that kind of ease. Um, now, with equity, it challenges the norm of equality. Mm-hmm. What is equal for an Ivy League cisgendered uh, certain kind of a, a CXO is mm-hmm. very different from what is equal for somebody who has had a different life path okay. and their journey and their choices are different. Mm. So to know that our perception of equality is not equality. Well said. So, so powerful. Professor. Yeah. So equity, knowing the equity and then seeing where we can offset the disadvantage. Mm. And not that necessarily it's taking away from us when we're offsetting the disadvantage. When people look at it as a threat, it's funny. Mm. You're taking from my pocket. No, you're not. Nobody is. Mm. nobody can there's a whole system yeah there's a whole system figure it there are pockets in the system if csr is there csr if even if it's two percent funds it can make 10 percent social impact and we can stay in that center or doing that kind of stretching that two percent to eight percent because on ground it has that stretchability mm. it has that multiplication it has that impact mm. like our teachers are paid Zilch and funny mm-hmm. money. Of course. Our healthcare workers are paid that kind of thing. But can can you do it without any funds? You have to have some funds. Mm-hmm. Private, institutional, whatever. Mm-hmm. We we so it's not equal, but mm-hmm. it has equity. Your stake is being honored. Beautiful, beautiful. There's so many things that you got us thinking about, and you know, people do not pay attention because at some level, as you said, you know, the wife should obey the husband kind of things are are there in our mind from childhood and we don't even know that we got to alter them because they just look normal they just feel natural which is not true anymore and never it was never true it's just that now is a time where we cannot afford to live with them those all notions of stupidity like i i remember my father uh, when he was unwell parents should obey the children would have been the new <laughs> I see you over a bit and it would be great if he heard us out and doctors didn't struggle with it so much. But things change mm-hmm. and things are always in flux. So, so all these fixed, outdated point of views of 1600, 1400, 1200 <laughs> that we are carrying and that we are still implementing. I'm like, is it impactful? Will it create right now? I don't think so. But talking about it, discussing it over dinner table, you know, socially at in parties is one thing. But dedicating your life to it and doing what is needed, creating that awareness and living through all the consequences of it is the journey that 
you have taken so thank you so much for doing what you do and uh, i would love to know if we can uh, be of any help in any manner because this is the work and i feel i'm fascinated by people every episode of the absolutely right podcast is where i feel oh my god this different human being or this this one one variation in that behavior and personality and this has been on for 20 years now so you can't even fool yourself that okay it's one of those things that you like no no it just that fascination goes on and every time i i see i've attended a parade in in new york in in bombay where i saw these i'm getting goosebumps while talking about it i saw these diverse people embracing themselves and celebrating who they are at a large level i i wish that happens in india as soon as possible because we need to create that environment and we all are equally responsible for it so there are 45 plus pride parades in india that happen uh, after pandemic globally pride are uh, taking a very different format i've been fortunate enough to work on mumbai pride um, and till it became a political mm. um playground but uh, apart from that 20000 people almost showed up mm, 2018 and we started at 800 people legality was not there and there's a month long celebrations there are multiple events over a lakh people attended in mumbai so that's where i would invite you all come to the pride have conversations in lgbt events lgbt plus events uh, uh, if there are uh, you know conversations about people who are single beyond the age of 40 women mm-hmm. um who choose this in whatever manner somebody who would done it in a different a different way than uh, or a traditional norm is sit on that table have that conversation have that conversation that is not triggering if if you are making choices that are drastically different mm-hmm. or you're plating you're trying to drop some biases strength do those conversations uh, and conversations is the way to go and and you're doing it and which is why it, it pays off in fact right. thank you so much uh, alji it was it was one of its kind experience thank you thank you so much kapil i have learned so much and you got me thinking on so many levels thank you and i hope our listeners have also had those takeaways thank you thank you Thank you so much for joining us one more time on the Absolutely Right podcast at an organizational level professionally personally or even socially we become the change maker people who are different do not suffer because of their uniqueness they suffer because other people do not stand for them so let us do our bit and actually create the environment where everybody can thrive On that note I will see you next Wednesday on one more episode of the Absolutely Right podcast. If you want to know more about my work as a keynote speaker, a high performance coach then you can check out my website aditisurana.com. If you want to be part of India's first mental gym and work on your mental and emotional fitness on a regular basis then check out the website aptmentalgym.com. I'll see you on Wednesday. Till then, happy writing. Mm-hmm.